0: Hey everyone, my name is Aaron and welcome to the Tech Leadership Decoded podcast where through conversations we unravel the intricacies of leadership in the tech industry and welcome to 2024. It's a brand new year and as such a new season of this podcast, which I'm kind of splitting up each season into each year. So we're in the second year, season two, and we're going to start off the year like many do and we're going to think about goals and objectives. So for instance, on this podcast last year, we managed to get out nine episodes and I have already set the goal of hitting two episodes a month and I'm going to need your help as a listener. So if you have any ideas for subject matters you want us to cover on the podcast, do let us know on X, formerly Twitter, at Tech Lead Decoded. Again, that's at Tech Lead Decoded. Or even if you just want to be a guest, reach out onto the platform and we'll have a chat. And with that out of the way, let's get into today's conversation where I'm joined by the awesome Ida, the VP of Technology at FXC Intelligence, and we asked the question, how do I set goals and objectives as a leader? Okay, and well, thank you for joining me, Ida, today. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. How are you today? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I'm really excited to get started because this is going to be the first audio of the year um, for the podcast. I've done some other recordings, but I thought I'd wait for this video uh, recording to get it out first because of the topic that we're doing, which I think suits the beginning of 2024. So we're here today to talk about goal settings and team goal settings and personal goal settings. But before we get into that, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves and what you do?
1: Oh, yeah, certainly. Um, I'm a VP of technology at FXC Intelligence. Um, We are an industry leader in a cross-border payments, data and intelligence. Uh, And I'm leading a technology team full of very talented individuals from software engineers, data engineers to to DevOps. Before I joined this company, I acted as director of engineering in a big organization as a service owner in the BBC, a software engineer. So I, I was on all sides of setting mm-hmm. goals and objectives and receiving them and having them set for me from junior level up to now, now the PvP level. Awesome.
0: Okay, so let's just say it's the beginning of 2024. I've got the mandate to set some goals for for me myself the team what where, where where would you start in all of that a
1: context and a direction so yes. your your goals or goals of your team don't exist in vacuum in a separation to your company your work your life uh, the stage of your career or where do you want to go with it mm-hmm. so whoever gave you the mandate, Ideally, should also be the person uh, that could tell you in which direction was their purpose for you and for those goals. And yeah. that's a very comfortable situation if you have such a person uh, working with you. So the boss, a I, I company CEO, or the company board that actually comes to you and says, those are our goals as a company for this year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Could you please set goals and use them to start to set goals and objectives for yourself and your team?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's think about
0: me as an individual first and then we'll come back to some team Mm -hmm. stuff later so as an individual I in the organization might have a career framework for example and the company I'm trying to work towards um that moving up the ladder moving up the thing um how would I go about internalizing where I think I need to grow in the upcoming year what kind of Um... techniques could I do
1: Sure. Uh, so first, and I find that very, very useful, um, is to gather some feedback and it can be feedback from people around you or having an honest retrospective with yourself yeah um some people um are lucky and also have a support of a personal coach or have friends who may be in a similar discipline and who can take a look at you from the outside like what went well the last year what do you want to achieve where realistically in that career framework what are your strengths and what are your the areas to to improve on this this year um and then once you know where you are and what mm-hmm. went well, I think the next step is to think, what do you want to grow? Mm-hmm. And my and I know it's a controversial take, but I usually start from building on your strengths rather mm-hmm. than trying to patch up weaknesses. Unless there is something critical really slowing you down, a real blocker, as in there is absolutely no way that you can progress in your career without writing down things. Let's say Mm -hmm. you really want to be an architect, but you don't write documentation and you don't prepare any any diagrams whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So without that skill, it is very difficult to progress. It is a necessity usually to be an architect, to be able to to, to explain your designs or plans or wishes. Therefore, you may have to invest in training or invest yourself in this area and start building, but then find your strength. If you aren't strong with writing, maybe you're better with talking. Maybe you should do a podcast about (laughs) architecture. Um, Maybe you should talk to people. Maybe you should talk or internal brown bag lunches, things like that. Maybe you should mentor a person and record the videos and meetings. So, Rather than forcing yourself to work on something that you aren't very good with, mm-hmm. I would focus in a career framework. I would focus on what your strengths are, where do you think you have the biggest chances to make the biggest progress and focus your objectives there to push that ne- next level through your strengths and through the best sides of your, your work and your personality.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, very interesting. And obviously, uh, like you mentioned, make sure you reach out to all your your peers and colleagues to try and get feedback on how you're working. Um, because I think one of the hardest things uh, for me and for, I guess, a lot of people is trying to internally un- uh, visualize your own feedback, right? Like, you, I'm perfect, I'm amazing, or I'm not. But <laughs> you know I mean, it's very hard to self-reflect, I think, a lot of time. And I think that's a skill that takes a lot of time to build over over years, I imagine. I never and stopped
1: learning. Funnily, funnily enough, when you said you're great, most of people I work with actually are underappreciating their own abilities. Mm-hmm. And very often they believe when you have like a end-of-year performance review or an informal chat. See, this is a career framework. Where do you think you fall? People very often don't appreciate how good they are and how well they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that opening conversation as to where you are and having that input from your boss, but also from peers, from people who are already on a level that you aspire to be on um having their inputs will give you a slightly more objective take. Mm. on where you are rather than you lowballing yourself
0: and think oh I'm actually pretty bad or oh, I, I can't do this it'll take me years to get there yeah. it's usually not true like you just said there about it might take me years to get there that kind of stuff is there a concept of like um unrealistic goals can you set yourself up for failure with your
1: yes 100% goals? and I think you you have to and that's A difficulty as a manager so my technique usually is to ask people to set their own goals and then we discuss them i give a general guidance as to what the goal is and what are the areas in the career framework Mm -hmm. but in terms of what objectives um people set for themselves especially on the more senior level managers seniors i would expect them to be able to phrase objectives and tell me where do they think they can focus they can focus on and I expect those goals, or I, I hope for them, the objectives, to be measurable. Very mm-hmm. often, people will phrase objectives that will never be achievable by any objective metrics. They will never be able to prove they did a good job, uh, or they did they, they plan a thing that is so unrelated to their existing work that it's very there is very little chance they'll find time for it. Mm-hmm. So people say, my job is what I do eight hours a day and then somehow on top of it i'll give myself the, the objective of learning two new languages even though my work right now does not really require those two new languages yeah. and i will um what else do people often, often um hopeful. I'll start writing blog posts and record podcasts. I'll be more productive. I'll publish Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. If it's not part of your work, if it's not tied to what your team does, what 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 your role requires of you, Mm -hmm. you are setting yourself for failure. And it's not because it's too ambitious. It's it's because you are unrealistic about the time and commitment it requires. And it's easier to achieve goals if your whole context leads you towards it and it, it it gets easier for you so you are rigging the game to make it easy ideally mm-hmm. you should be tying your objectives to things that will benefit your daily work and that the objectives shouldn't be on top of the work they should drive your focus in your daily work mm-hmm. so you can say that um, you will collaborate with other teams on at least two or three big projects this yeah. quarter. Um, and that is a realistic thing that you as as you look at your tasks or epics or things that are coming your way, you can actively think, is that a opportunity to collaborate? Should I be reaching out to other teams and checking with them? Are they facing, similar challenges have they faced them in the past are there lessons is there something we can share and then you collaborate with them is there a dependency because collaboration can be so many different things so you can then make it part of your work rather than make it on top of your work so to say does that make sense
0: yeah i think so because what one of the next questions i was going to have was around tailoring your goals towards like the strategies of where the company's trying to go right and i think mm-hmm. sort of uh, slightly what you're mentioning there is kind of similar to that aspect of like obviously like you mentioned before you the company's going to have like okrs and it's going to have its its own goals that it wants you to achieve uh, they want to achieve over the year so aligning your goals to where they're trying to go so that you can show your your goals have pushed towards that are definitely a great thing especially if you're trying to move up your career right 100% is
1: that correct
0: yes
1: yeah Yeah, that should work this way and if uh, any person from a junior level to a manager is working against company goals they are most likely either wasting time or they are pushing for something that is very unrealistic in a given environment, and maybe they should be considering a different environment. So instead, what is much better is, yeah. let's say in my company right now, Mm -hmm. our goal for this year on a company level is to continue to grow and develop our people and continue to be the great place to work, which sounds lovely, and we indeed are a great place to work. Uh, But then what does it mean for technology? Just saying, Mm -hmm. right, it's not really measurable. Um, So I can tie it inside technology. I can say the goal is... Um, to set goals and objectives for all of the people and empower our people to hit at least 80% of their goals. Mm -hmm. Here, I'm making a big leap of faith because I'm assuming people will not rig it just to make the goals extra easy. I have trust And all of the managers and team leads, they will be asking people to do ambitious things, to push themselves outside of the comfort zone, but in the same time, provide support and create environment that will allow people to reach those goals, setting them so people fail, which wouldn't make sense. Um, So that will be the, the goal we are trying to hit as technology. And then each manager for each team will be able to say what that goal means For them, it may be that particular team has to focus more on certain areas. In one team, it may be performance. In another team, they may be looking at better documentation, uh, better Mm -hmm. onboarding processes. So what it actually means can be interpreted, but I'm asking people to create an environment in which people will have clear expectations and will be able to 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 hit their goals and set set those goals and hit them, which then entails doing regular reviews of those goals, reviews of the progress, asking people what help they need, um, maybe changing team processes to focus on certain goals areas. So you're gearing the whole team processes and you are evolving the whole team work
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that people's goals are the very content of their work almost every day. And in the same time, you make those goals tied to what you want to achieve as a company. And I think it works as a wonderful mechanism for a leader to to harness ambitions of people and their drive to be better, which most engineers have in abundance, and harness it and, and direct it, not just to create better solutions for the sake of better solutions, but create that drive to be better in a particular direction that you're interested in today, be it security, customer focus, better performance, more documentation, more dynamic infrastructure. I don't know, cost-optimized infrastructure. You might have 15 different things you want to improve, but you pick one or two and then you harness everything towards it. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, interesting. I think um, just to pick up on something you said there, which Mm -hmm. uh, was about um, you can easily fall into the pitfall of making them too easy, right? Making your, your, your goal and objective especially team members or anyone who's just trying to fulfill an obligation that the company is trying to um, give you instead of it being an internal reflection on yourself as well. And um, what do you think um, people that are brand new to this, so say you're a brand new leader, you've only just, this is the first time you're actually working with your direct reports to help set objectives. What kind of thing should I be looking for in because as you said there you normally ask them to do their first set of goals right imagine they've never had goals before we i've never worked with them to do goals like wh- what kind of things should i be looking for to start out doing this
1: uh, depends have you got career framework you can use or not because if you have career framework
0: mm-hmm. you
1: can ask them what's their like like you are right now you should see what level they are on right now so you're mm-hmm. saying i'm assuming you're working toward the next step so pushing yourself mm-hmm. out of your comfort zone will be this but you may not have a career framework to use it happens often um it's not an easy thing to to, to just have and in that case um i would ask person what type of work they found the most challenging the last year and what type of work they found the most satisfying Mm, and then dig a, a bit deeper because there is there is a lot of satisfaction in overcoming your own limits. When you do very, people usually don't get massive satisfaction from just repetitively com- completing tasks that are very simple. People usually strive for a bit of a challenge. They want to achieve something new, um, hence climbing the, the little mountains and then things like that or sports achievements um, and whole progress. I would think um, that if a person tells me what was the challenge that satisfied them the most, I would think pulling that thread, we will find where to challenge them. And setting each goal, you're asking, is that what you've done last year? So how did you do? How would you measure it last year? What is the progress? What is that growth from the last year? If last year you've completed five mid-level projects? Would you like to do bigger projects this year? Would you like to take more ownership, more responsibility? Would you like to think wider about them? So if you were considering software engineering, did you also think about security or testing? So in some direction, there has to be growth, either in quantity or a quality or a speed. Like what is that improvement and a difference we are expecting from last year? I don't believe that goals... Or objectives can be successful if we just say do exactly the same thing as the last year yeah I, I think that would be quite a flat thing to to do
0: <laughs> yeah you gotta strive to towards something right um i think one of the things we were talking about there was like um set your goals but in terms of short versus long-term goals
1: yeah uh, so I would set goals so there is a difference that we didn't really actually elaborate on there was a difference between goal and objective and people sometimes just use it as as the same thing Mm -hmm. and in my understanding and how I approach it goal is that sort of long-term more ambitious aspirational thing and objectives are a more particular time um, time specific elements and actions that you can perform towards this goal mm-hmm. uh so goals i would usually set for a year or like for a long term because it's okay. something more ambitional but um objectives i would set i would calibrate objectives to a level of a, of a job so managers or directors are supposed to think long term so their objectives also can be more long term because they may be mm-hmm. planning now for something that will happen three months from now so i can have an objective for a manager to um plan and execute on their recruitment plan for their team. And I won't, mm-hmm. I won't just cap it as a one quarter because the recruitment plan for a year, my select will start today, And in six months, we'll have three new front-end engineers. Um, but for a junior team member or, or a mid-level team member, I would say their objectives probably are tied to a quarter because we only plan for a quarter ahead and you have a good clarity mm-hmm. of your work for a quarter ahead. And I would tie it to a quarter and assume that the company requirements context is so dynamic that a quarter from now it can be something else and I would build it quarter by quarter and review it each quarter mm-hmm.
0: and like you said there you'd reviews it each quarter so you know if the business is adapting or your team's adapting or any kind of external factors then it's good a good point to stop have a look make sure you're and reevaluate them thinking as a leader again and I I, I use this word very um lightly but accountability how do you keep your team motivated and accountable towards the goals that they've set and then again how you how you do that for yourself right
1: i believe in the rewards and recognition Mm -hmm. so uh, What's the point of, of the whole objectives and goals altogether? It's not just to tick something, it's to be able to recognize if people are doing a good good job. And yeah. so from product perspective, you can measure like, have we shipped enough features and have enough users using them? But as a technology leader, I'm not just counting you know, how many lines of code we wrote and how many tickets we moved. I care about people's growth and how they work and what they do. And the way to measure are they working the way or achieving what I would like technology to achieve, like bigger technical maturity, the more collaborative environment. For me, it's to see people hitting those goals and objectives. Therefore, the thought, accountability and motivation should not only be regular um, review of a person, it should be a celebration and acknowledgement. So I believe in fanfars, I believe in our quarterly, all hands, where you elaborate on those goals. You say this team, this person did this, this happened, that happened. Look what the progress we've made. Look how our goals, us hitting those goals, how it impacts the whole business, all of us as a company, like what what we were able to achieve. And I believe that focus that that verbal public acknowledgement of achievement and importance of it how it wasn't a paper based exercise it changed the things it impacted other teams or other members or, or users i think that that's one of the of big things and i then expect uh, engineering managers or team leaders to also celebrate with their teams and with the people that they they manage uh in the same time, if goals are not hit, that, that requires a conversation, a proper conversation as to what support is needed, what is happening, what has changed, and, and not just like, well, okay, never mind, you're not hitting it. Oh well, lean in, dive in, pay attention, care about it, uh, and and that 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 really brings results.
0: I think. Yeah, that's also awesome. that makes sense. Um, how can we, as obviously as a individual, country The goals are pretty. Um, orientated towards yourself but as a leader you you've got to strike the balance so how do we strike that balance between the goals that you're individually trying to le- uh, achieve and the ones that are related to the team that you're 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 working with or do you see uh, them synonymous together
1: <laughs> so I see them quite synonymous but it may be because I I'm used to to I used to work in in the big teams in the bigger mm-hmm. environments uh, it's been a long time since I worked in a company where we just, we just have like two engineering people. We yeah. work in a context. You've got inside technology, multiple teams and departments. And then you also have sales. You've got commercial. You've got people team, finance team. And I believe software engineering is a team sport. We we hit those goals together. Okay. It makes no sense for one person to just better themselves if it doesn't benefit others like each thing to go to production and be there for users, it requires hands of three, four, five people sometimes. Mm -hmm. From a person writing the specification requirements, the code, testing the code review, the release of it, it requires quite a few people. So I think that objectives should be tied to, to the whole team and one person is developing something. And usually if there is a goal to... To learn something, to get better in something, I would mirror or shadow it with a goal of sharing that with others. In our career framework, alongside the knowledge and ownership, you always have teamwork and collaboration, and Mm -hmm. it goes hand in hand. It would be very hard to progress your career just by getting a stronger knowledge but not improving in any way on a teamwork or collaboration not sharing that knowledge with others not influencing not implementing it in, in something that other people can use and and, and see
0: yeah because i think that's interesting because something i've read i was doing a lot of reading in preparation for this podcast but one thing i kept seeing was this very 50 50 side of whether you know how to avoid i'm trying to think of the right phrase but it's like how to avoid be your goals being impacted by the outside world, <laughs> that kind of aspect, and then and then that, and then the other side is like what you're saying there, which is yeah, some of it needs to be because, like you say, you're all part of a team, you're all part of the same company working towards the same goals, and I think a lot of times when people sit down to work out their goals for the year, they get too personal and they do get too much of it. It's about me. It's about me. About me. But What you've got to remember is when you've gone from a individual contributor to a leadership role, it's no longer about (laughs) you. And most of what you do is about the team that you're working with. And tell me if you agree or not. But I think one other aspect to that is the team is not just your immediate people that you're working with. It's the, the whole group of individuals that are part of that end goal that you're trying to achieve within the business level, right?
1: hundred yes yes you are you are very very much right so the team that reports to me i'm basically just supporting them and i'm conveying the business goals and interpreting those business goals and translating them for the team but my personal goals will very much be tied to correctly translating the company goals into what those teams are supposed to do and then yeah. engineering managers or team leads will then translate and interpret the goals I'm setting for technology to their own teams. But once again, their success, I cannot imagine a team leader hitting all of their goals, whilst every person reporting to them fails to achieve theirs. It is an extension. There is that buildup and it's all a pyramid where a person who seems to be a leader actually is supported by, by the people who report to them. And I can only succeed if people reporting to me succeed in their goals as well. So that's mm-hmm. how how I, how I see this structure. But then we also have, quite rightly so, me as a leader of a team or of a department, I don't only really have people who report to me. I have my peers, so I have to manage sideways. And then I have people above me, so so my boss and, and then people on his level. And there is that question of how my goals tie to their goals and can I represent my successes, my goals being hit correctly? Can I shape my goals in a way that if all of the people reporting to me Hit their goals, and they did very hard job, and they did very well. How can I then represent that and channel it upwards and showcase all of that success as a success for the whole department and a goal hit by like a whole technology? Mm. That this, you know, zero failure for a year, perfect. That's what we had. No, not a single bug on the production for a year, perfect tech. Like you hit that goal, and that's the moment when you want to sing about it to to, to your bosses because it's a measurable thing that you achieved with all of the people reporting to you. Sideways, it's a bit different. Like, how do we sing roles between technology and finance and technology and people? That's slightly more complex, but still, if we work in one company towards one goal, we don't work in separation. There is that sort of thing. There is finance supporting recruitment, finance supporting growth of infrastructure, making sure we have money for the growth that is necessary, making sure it's all planned well and spent well and wisely so it it
0: all aligns as well interestingly like we said there one of the things that is always apparent is that the company has its goals it has its kpis and they're normally very known um in in a corporation or a business you normally know what those are um i was also reading another thing that was like a 50 50 split in the blog post i found was around how how much of your goals you should share amongst everyone so some places were like everyone should be open everyone should be talking about goals so that everyone can help achieve each other's goals and some places were like oh no hush (laughs) you know so where do you sit on that (laughs) you know oh that's a big that's a big
1: thing um so in the past I was one of the people I I share my goals openly and I try Mm -hmm. to phrase them and think about them in a way that I'm in no point of time I should be in any way ashamed or embarrassed about my goals mm-hmm. if i'm if I have to make some tough decisions, I'm making tough decisions because it will ultimately drive certain success and will allow company to be more successful and all of us to be more successful and most of my goals always are joyful. I see them as a productive optimistic optimization things uh, which I'm very happy to share with people and share my, my progress I can imagine in some departments it made me more tricky um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what I could imagine some people having goals that may be sensitive uh, yeah. or they may show point out things that aren't perfect and maybe it's not it wouldn't be wise to mention it out loud in any way That. You know, we want to improve from this to that. Maybe it's better not to say what are we improving from. So yeah, let's, let, yeah. let, let's powder up there that. that. Uh, but no, I'm a firm believer that if we publish our goals and we share them, we can then find groups of people who have very similar goals. Even once mm-hmm. the goals and objectives were trickled down, interpreted, calibrated, and you set your own objectives, you will then find other people in a company who have exactly the same objectives and you can help each other. If so you wish, if you like to work
0: together. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I, I find that a lot of stuff that I bring people on the podcast to talk about, there's always the competing sides, right? So I think one thing I'll be looking at in the future of the podcast is getting multiple people on for the same topic, but from different sides, so that we can, because the whole idea of this podcast is to aim at people just starting in the role, right? And I am a firm believer in that to fully understand the subject matter, you need to know all sides of that conversation and understand why people have the full process they have. So it's interesting to hear your side. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited to go away and start thinking about my um, goals for the year because I've gotten the message like last week that I need to start (laughs) sitting down and filling in my form on on my app at work. And I have to start thinking about, getting the goals from my team as well so it's been really helpful for this insight in your thought process is there any more areas you think you'd want to cover
1: i think we went through through most of it i think probably the the last part would be to not worry about the goals just not working over time and i think both managers and individual contributors should easily entertain an opportunity to just edit the goals during the year. Once you set them, yeah. they aren't set in stone. I believe they are flexible. And if if the things change, if, if you change, if your plans change, if your hopes change and, and, your, and expectations around you change, you can always come back to it and you can change it a bit and you can edit your goals. Yeah. And that's okay as well.
0: I think that's the important takeaway, I think, of all of this, right, is that, yes, we have to set goals for a lot of these companies. They require them. And they are there, but just remember to just take it easy. Don't get too stressed out, and you can always adapt them, right? Hundred
1: percent. It. It's not it's not a plan that you have to execute on, <laughs> and someone will hold you accountable to every single word. <laughs> there is spice. There is spice for for flexibility, and I hope you'll have a great time setting your own goals.
0: Well, I appreciate you talking about that. But before um, we end the conversation. I like to ask all of my guests one question, which is, I have a bookshelf behind me with a load of books on it that I buy from. I get a recommendation from every guest and then I go out and buy that book and read it. And it can be any book. It doesn't have to be tech related. It can be your childhood favourite story. But um, what book would you recommend to someone to read?
1: I will go with Turn the Ship Around.
0: Turn the Ship Around. Is it um, already on your on your bookshelf or I, not? It? It's, it's not on the list, no. But I have oh. heard of it. But you, for our for our listeners, would, would you like to tell us about the book?
1: Certainly. It outlines and follows a particular person in American in the Navy um, mm-hmm. as he takes uh, the leadership of a of a ship and approach as to how to empower people and how to empower the whole ship to to, to function when you can't really see and micromanage every single. bit. so how mm-hmm. to let go. It's that important moment in your career Where you just start to trust people, and you are okay with the fact you don't know everything, and you will never Mm -hmm. know everything, and people will do things, and you just have to trust them that they'll do it well. And how do you build that relationship with people where you know about the important things, but they also feel they can do a lot themselves independently, and it's okay. It's about intent. It's about communication. It's about taking responsibility. And it really allowed me to grow um, as a leader, uh, and to move from having a full control of a, of everything i do like writing code and you know what the results are to to working with a living breathing organism and multiple human beings
0: mm-hmm.
1: who will do a lot of things i will not know about or who will have knowledge and experience i i will not own and it'll be theirs and they'll do things and i'll be fine with it and being responsible for such a thing especially when you are in the military and like seeing it mm-hmm. from a perspective of life and death as well as uh, like for me it uh, it really changed a lot
0: yeah, I think the military is very good at producing stories and books around leadership and management because they they've got it, they've got they've it down got it right well. in many <laughs> places.
1: Yeah, like a lot, a lot depends on it, doesn't it? So, yeah. it's, it's, I think they, they, yeah, they did it quite well. They do it quite well, quite often, and I think American military spends a lot of time thinking about leadership and particular <laughs> growing leaders. Like, and, yeah. and and it's it's a great route. Totally I recommend yeah. it. There is even, awesome. I think, a book with exercises, if you, a, a, if a person would like to do it.
0: I would definitely, definitely purchase it. Um, I have heard of that book a couple of times from other people, not on the podcast, but I have heard of it. So definitely add it to list now. And um, so before I let you run off, um, where can people find you online if they want to have a chat about uh, any LinkedIn, of this with you?
1: Currently LinkedIn, the best place.
0: Yep, yeah, okay, I'll put that into the show notes. So again, thank you for coming on talking about this. It's I'm excited to to see where my goals go this year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so <laughs> much. It's been a pleasure. it's been a pleasure to have this talk. Thank you.
0: Thank you.